0: You're listening to the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast, where we help you attract new patients and grow your practice beyond your wildest dreams. Here's your host, two-time Emmy Award winner, Shane Simmons. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nothing But The Tooth. Dentistry Podcast. I am your host, Shane Simmons, and today we are going to be talking about how to get patients back in your office after they have uh skipped out of town, let's say. No, this is about, you know, those patients uh you know, recalling them and getting them back in for whether it be their you know regular scheduled cleanings that they haven't. Uh, done in a while, they're overdue or you know maybe it's uh, somebody who, you know, you you pitched a case to and they needed some work done and they never got back with you. Well, what we're going to be talking about is how you can get those patients back in your office. And this is an issue for many practices that I speak with is, you know, you Generate new patients, obviously, and that's you know our job at Crimson Media. We are you know responsible for getting new patients in the door and providing those opportunities. But if you have patients who are leaving the practice or not coming back into the practice when they should be, at the same rate that you're bringing new patients in, it's kind of counterintuitive. And so you've got to fix you know the, you got to fix the leak you know on the back end of the of the practice before you start you know, bringing new volume in in, in the front or, or doing so side by side and so that's what we're going to be talking about today and i am specifically uh, going to be talking to uh, Corey Pinneger, who is the ceo of call force and call force is a company based out of salt lake city utah where They essentially work on getting people back into your office. So they do, you know, recalls. Uh, They also do some answering services. But really, what Corey's going to talk about with us is some of the strategy and some of the things that you can start doing to get, uh, you know, people back into the office and not letting this grow to a point where, you know, you have a whole mess of patients. All of a sudden, you got a list of hundred plus patients that you need to call back. But rather, kind of. Systemizing the process and getting things put together so that when it is time for you know appointments and and recalls, you know you have a system for that in place so you don't have to worry about losing money on the back end. And so that's what we're going to be talking to Corey about. And I ran into Corey and a couple you know, a guy from his team back at Voices of Dentistry, which you're going to be noticing a trend here. A lot of people that I met at VOD. Uh, in Scottsdale, you know, I wanted to bring onto the podcast because you know, you you develop relationships with these people. You have conversations, and you find out some of the things that they're doing, and and you hear about them, and and you want to be able to provide, you know, their strategies and their value to um, to your audience. And so that's what we're going to be doing here today, talking with Corey. And so without further ado, oh, before I get to the episode, I just want to remind you that the Nothing But the Tooth podcast is sponsored by none other than Crimson Media, dental marketing firm helping dental practices provide freedom in their office by using proven online marketing strategies. And of course, I am the CEO of Crimson Media. So without further ado, let's get into this interview with Mr. Corey Penninger. All right, everybody, I'm stoked to have Corey Penninger of CallForce on the podcast today. Corey and I finally got to meet in person at the Voices of Dentistry conference in Scottsdale, Arizona back in late July and had a chance to hang out with him and, and really get to know a little bit more about Call Force and kind of the things that they're doing and Uh, I was really impressed by what they have going on and kind of the reputation they're building around. And so with that being said, you know, today we're going to talk all about, you know, your existing patients and keeping them in the loop, in the practice. Because as you guys know, Crimson Media, our firm, you know, we're all about getting new patients in the door and things of that nature, but... Like I tell many of the people I talk with, if you don't have a system in place to keep the patients that you already have, uh, you're really going to have a hard time scaling. And so that's where Corey's going to be able to give us some insight. But before we do that, Corey, uh, first thanks for you know thanks for joining us here. But uh, tell us a little bit about you and how in the heck did you end up in dentistry?
1: <laughs> that is that is a really good question, Shane. And first of all, thanks for having me on today. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, I got into dentistry probably almost five years ago now, um, and really by chance, I, I got offered a job actually at Weave Communications, so they, they do phone systems for dental offices around the United States, and purely by chance got into the, kind of the operational side, and then about two and a half years ago, we had the opportunity to purchase CallForce, so purely by chance, I, I thought I was going to be an investment banker growing up. It was my pure plan in life, but let me tell you, I'm I'm much happier where I am now.
0: Yeah, uh, is, what you guys do sounds a lot more fun than investment banking to me, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, yeah, so CallForce, you guys are uh, based in Salt Lake City, right? Yes, sir the growing tech sector of Salt Lake City, which is, it's kind of cool because Salt Lake City and in Indianapolis, we had this conversation where we're based, uh, you know, a lot of similarities there as far as I think, you know, what, what's happening with tech and everything. So it's really cool. But uh, I really want to get into the meat and potatoes of this. And that is, you know, I talk to clients, they say, listen, Shane, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to generate new patients and and I tell them, I say, that's great. And we can certainly help you with that. But we always need to look at what is going on on the back end of the practice is there a door that's kind of open where patients are going out of the practice as soon as they're coming into the practice uh, Corey tell me a little bit about you know signs or things that you've talked with with clients about whether or not you know you know how do you know if that's an issue or not and what are some things that you look out for when you're talking to someone so
1: I'll put it bluntly Shane it's it's not an issue for a few practices, or most practices, it's pretty much an issue, ninety-nine percent across the board. And to illustrate that, we actually did a study two years ago over over one million active patients in the United States, and we pulled from that data that seventy-three percent of these one point four million names that we looked at had not seen the dentist in the last six months. Wow. 73%. Wow. That's
0: now, you a, know what? An like, epidemic.
1: <laughs> it's, and you know what? I'll, I'll be the first to admit I work in dentistry, but there's times where I am not active on my hygiene as well. So we said, okay, you know what? That, that may be an unrealistic standard. So let's go back to 18 months and see who hasn't been seen in the last 18 months by their dentist. 57% the patients that we looked at had not been seen by their dentist in the last 18 months
0: Mm. man uh so with most people you're supposed to see the dentist once every six months at least for hygiene so if you haven't been there in 18 months that's that's a problem now from the dentistry side we look at that we cringe obviously because you know we're the one you know we're in the practice every day we're working in it we're like you know why you know why aren't people banging at the door wanting to get, you know, that's that second hygiene appointment of the year or whatever it may be. But the bottom line is, I guess people are busy, right? And like, sometimes they just don't think of, you know, scheduling things, they, they forget. So how do you stay top of mind with these patients? Like, what do you do if, if that is, uh, you know, reality, which sounds like oh, the data is there? What do you do as a practice?
1: So there's an interesting study that just came to mind as you said that, Shane, and I don't know, I can't remember, (coughs) excuse me, sorry, I can't remember exactly uh, which magazine did it, it was Forbes or Fortune, but it said, what is the preferred form of communication these days? And 40% of people, Shane, prefer a text message, 30% of people prefer an email, and 30% of people prefer a phone call. So we believe at call force. we only focus on the calls here, but that when you take text messages, emails, and phone calls, combine them together in a way to assist your patients, that's when you're really closing your back door. But you have to do all of them in effective ways to make sure that you're educating your patients. And we place millions of phone calls, Shane. And we, most of the time, we'll talk to people and they'll say, oh my goodness, I've known I've needed to come in. I just haven't had the time to call in. So thank you for reaching out. Patients are not avoiding the dentist like some people imagine. It's more so it's just on the back burner and they don't go out of their way to schedule these appointments. But when we reach out through a text message, through an email, through a phone call, they are ready to come back in.
0: And that's the problem, Corey, that I see you know, a lot of practices make there is they focus just on the email you know they and and i mean we'll do that as well like from our services standpoint you know we provide this like email marketing to kind of keep top of mind but with the data that you're uh you know suggesting here you 're only hitting a third of the people who are actually probably you know looking for an email from their dentist. You still have the texting side and the phone calls and I think texting's become obviously more and more popular because younger uh, patients, younger families you know may prefer that. But you still have a huge audience or a demographic out there who wants to talk to somebody on the phone, and that's what they like relish that personal uh, attention that they get. So, I mean, I think a lot of people are missing the boat here, aren't they, Corey? Absolutely. And
1: there's there's an interesting word involved in the study. It's preferred, Shane. That doesn't mean it's the most effective. Because I can get an email, and let me tell you, I am the king of ignoring emails or (laughs) getting back to them later.
0: Well, we get so many of them too.
1: Absolutely. But when you get on the when you get on the phone with the dental office, you're put in a position where you have to say yes or no. And because of that, there's a higher likelihood that you'll actually schedule.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's see, you know, we've talked about kind of the, the issue and, and what it is and, and what uh, practices are are dealing with. Um, as far as, you know, what you guys see and and when you talk to, your clients and other dental professionals out there do you have an idea as far as you know this is how many patients you know or percentage of patients that practices are are kind of like losing on that back end as far as you know is, is there an average number that you've kind of ran across or what have you seen there
1: four to 600 overdue patients is the average number that that we're working with wow
0: that's a lot of revenue
1: it's a ton of revenue
0: man 400 600 patients. So, uh and so when you see that the, the people are going to cringe when when they, you know, if they really are looking at their numbers and seeing that. So, let's say I am a dentist and, and I say, "Okay, wow, we have 500 patients last year never came back in for their appointments." Uh, obviously, you know, this is a gaping hole that we've got to fill. What are some things that you can do to begin this this process of kind of stopping the the leakage so to speak yep so
1: i'm passionate about systems um often in a dental office what happens with overdue patient recall is that when the office manager or when the front desk receptionist or when the hygienist has extra time they'll go place calls to these overdue patients but the thing that's the problem about that Shane is that's not a system. that's just happenstance. And so we believe at call force when practices do it themselves, that they need to dedicate time to do it. So it means that person, you know person X is dedicated for three hours a week at a certain time just to making overdue patient phone calls, not to answer the phone, not to run reports. Not to do anything else, but they're dedicated to making calls. And we recommend when they do this, Shane, that these calls are made in the later afternoon. Because when dental offices call during the day, they get about 91% voicemails. Everybody's at work. (laughs) Everyone's at work. So if we start calling at 4 o'clock or 4.30, we're actually twice as likely to get people on the phone. So we're twice as effective when we call.
0: Wow and, and so, what you guys see probably a lot of is is these like one off deals where they they may look at they have a meeting a team meeting one day, and they 're like, "Oh my gosh, we have you know especially at the end of the year, a bunch of patients we need to get back in and they just start like randomly calling in the middle of doing other things, and what you 're saying is That's not really effective because you're essentially, you could almost be wasting your time because you're taking your team away from other things that they could be doing in the practice that are, you know, helping or or revenue generating activities rather than, you know, having a system in place to do that for you. Is that kind of where you're going with this?
1: Absolutely. And there's a book called the E-Myth Revisited. um, And it talks about how people are the biggest bottlenecks to businesses. So systems are the key to growing a business. So as you dedicate someone for three hours a week, and that is just a pure example, then you know, no matter what, that that's always happening. And that that part of the wheelhouse is always turning and it's not going to fail because it's dedicated. But when it's done intermittently, it's not dedicated. You're not sure it's being done because there's other things to do. And for a business to run successfully, you can't worry about all the watch clock parts, but you have to worry about your wheel and let other people run their wheel based on
0: systems. Absolutely, uh, Corey. Do you have tell us about kind of like an example here? So people say, okay, you know, I I, I get it. Uh, you know, we need to have a system set up. We need to you know, be doing this, uh, you know, consistently all throughout the year, and not just you know certain times and being sporadic about it. And a lot of people are probably saying yeah, that sounds a lot like my practice too. It's a lot of what we do. But tell us about an example that you guys have where you know you have been working with a client, and you say you put you know your services in play, and we'll talk about the services a little bit bit more here in a bit. But uh, tell us about, you know, some of the results that you have seen by implementing your call force system into a practice.
1: Absolutely. Um, Just off the top of my head right now, we have a practice in Merrillville, Indiana, that we actually work with Shane. And they, at at the point of this study, they had been with us for eight and a half months. And during that time frame, we'd scheduled 329 patients for them. Um when at the point that that we ran the numbers, they had made already $192,716 from these scheduled appointments.
0: Wow. And those are all existing patients.
1: All existing patients. Two hundred thousand dollars added to the books in eight months. Wow.
0: And and this was done. Just through just, just calling and, and just doing reschedules. Now, I'm sure some of that you had, was it hygiene calls? Others, you know, people I'm sure were coming in and once they had their hygiene checked then there were other issues. Is, is that something that you see happening is they, they had other issues that maybe they just hadn't addressed yet. They come in for a cleaning and then it's like, oh, you also need two crowns and then that revenue is getting generated as well. Is that something you guys are seeing?
1: Absolutely. So obviously 329 appointments does not equal $192,000 purely based on hygiene.
0: Although and if, the- if it did, somebody's got some beefy hygiene prices <laughs> out there and they're killing it. So let me know if, if that would uh, generate that much revenue for your practice of hygiene.
1: Um, and what I would, what I was saying there is that oftentimes, it's easy to get someone in the chair because their insurance is generally taking care of these two preventative cleanings a year. And then the dentist has the opportunity to say, you know, we actually do need to take care of this root canal or, you know, they, the patient may want a veneer when they're in there. So we notice for every patient that we schedule, it's generating at about $500 consistently of production for
0: the practice. Wow. That, that's crazy. So with, with you guys in call force and getting more into that, if, you know, if somebody doesn't have the staff that, that can handle this or take care of this, or they're really just wanting their staff to be doing other things in the practice rather than having to be on the phone all day, how does that work for you guys? Uh, you know, what's your service look like? And then, uh, you know, how do you guys, uh, you know, re- get reimbursed off of, you know, your call service?
1: Yeah. So we're very wary within dental that there's a lot of people who prom, overpromise and underdeliver, and so we actually only get paid if we actually schedule an appointment. Shane, fair enough. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's the short and simple. And so the the way that our service works is we go into the practice management software, pull a list of their overdue patients for them, and then call from their practices phone number to their overdue patients from 5 to 7.30 when people are most likely to be home and then schedule them straight back into their practice management software. Our service is not rocket science, but it's taking an essential task that sometimes can fall on the back burner and helping them getting it done.
0: And I'm sure you guys then... How do you just, from my marketing perspective, how do you track, you know, like what comes directly from, from your calls? Do you guys have a special number that you're calling from in this case, or are you connecting to, you know, a line that the practice has? How does that work?
1: So we, we directly call from the practice's phone number, but when we schedule in the system, the appointment was created by call force so that the practice can see that we scheduled this patient. And when we go rep- run reports to show them the return on investment, we can calculate it based off that.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. And this is something that, you know, I think a lot of people need to be you know, thinking about and, and considering is, you know, y- this is the system. Like this is what you, you have to have. And I think the other thing that uh, would stick out is like your team, like tell us about your team, like the people making these calls, like these are, I'm I'm sure they're they're trained in this because you guys only work with like dental practices, right? Yes, sir. So tell us about like the the team and and this is like what they have. I'm surely been trained to do. Whereas your office staff, not taking anything away from anybody's office staff, but let's be honest, they're kind of like superheroes because a lot of them have to wear multiple hats. You know, throughout the day, they're talking to patients in person. They're maybe dealing with insurance. They're making phone calls. But you guys are just like focused on just calls and like, and scheduling appointments. It's like uh, really narrow focus. So I'm sure the training there, tell us about, you know, that and what you've seen just from like, you know, a success standpoint of, of your team versus maybe a practice member team member who has to wear all these different hats.
1: Yeah. And truth, the, the the truth is Shane, practice members are really successful at making the calls. The only thing that we've really refined over time is first of all, we're, we're heavy on training. We use front office rocks to train, Um, our, our callers for the offices and then we're really big into the verbiage and the tone of voice that we use because I can place a call to you but if I'm smiling and excited when I place that call it's actually one of the biggest difference makers in performance for us
0: that that's absolutely true. And if you guys are you know doing this and not having to do a million things at the same time, you're probably naturally going to have a, a little bit more of a pep in your step too. Right. Absolutely. Well, and now Corey, this is the, the next thing I, I kind of want to talk about here is, um, now you also like the call is 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 the big thing for you guys, always calling and, and getting these things set up and kind of continuing that throughout the year and and again, you guys only get paid when you make an appointment. But what about like the answering side of it? because here is another thing that I hear from a lot of people and they're talking about is. I get calls uh, when, you know, we're closed, like we close at five o'clock and, you know, I'm getting calls at six o'clock sometimes right after we've left. And especially, you know, if somebody's running ads or things like that, Uh, do you guys handle answering as well? And and how does that work?
1: Yeah. So the reason that we got into it is we noticed 32% of all calls to dental offices are missed, Shane.
0: Wow. That is a, that is crazy and
1: you know this this is these are things that get me really excited because we can pour a lot of water down the funnel but if we have holes in it then we're not being as successful as we should be so right off the bat most dental offices are missing 30% of the opportunity that they're getting every day i mean that's
0: crazy that is crazy so with you guys then, how does, how does that work? You, you have a, a team that's just there kind of like round the clock to answer or is it certain time frames that you guys are only answering in? How does that work?
1: Yeah, really good question. So if the practice is closed, Shane, it rings directly to us. So if it was 7.30 in the morning and a, a patient was calling, we will pick up that phone. Now, if you call during normal business hours, It will ring three to four times at the practice, giving them the opportunity to answer it. And if they can't, it then forwards to us. We have access to the practice management software. We know what information they need for new patients. We know how to reschedule hygiene. So we're very in depth. This is not a answering service because we're not taking notes, but we're scheduling. We're making real differences for the practice.
0: Corey, what would you say? Because I I totally get what you guys are doing. I think that's that's a great idea. Um, this may be one of the the questions that some doctors ask when they're talking to you. But uh, you know, what if, if you had the the conversation where they say, "Well, listen, you know, you you don't know our practice, or you know, you don't know you know exactly you know the the vibe that we have here in the practice. How do you like let? offices or practice owners know that you know you guys can handle these calls answer questions that the patients have or if the patient has some crazy question you know how do you contact the office what are the the kind of like the loopholes there i guess that you guys work through
1: so right off the bat before they even start as a customer with us they actually have to go through over an hour of sitting down with us explaining the vibe that they're creating we're going to go through and ask them these questions that we consistently see and they're going to train us on how they want us to respond. Wow. So that it's not that this just, Oh, these are our generic responses, but we're not perfect. And I'm never going to claim we're perfect, but we're trying to resemble that same feel that dental office creates. Wonderful.
0: So with kind of like in summary here, tell us about just the kind of like finalizing what practices you know if they're if they're interested or, or if they know that they have an issue here on on kind of the call service and with the data it shows us that a lot of them do uh what are some things that they can do as far as like reaching out to you guys and you know figuring out if your service might be a good fit for them where should they go
1: absolutely so we have a website and it's getcallforce.com g e t c a l l f o r c com and Truthfully, I'm even happy to answer emails or answer questions or to look in and help practices because our goal at CallForce is not to grow as a company, but to help dental offices succeed. So if people have questions, you can email me at cory at getcallforce.com and Cory is spelled C-O-R-Y.
0: C-O-R-Y. All right, everybody. You heard that, and uh, these guys are doing a lot of great things over there. And and this is, I think, a big um, void that they are filling for a lot of offices as well. And and you guys, are, you guys are kind of all over the place. I mean, I th- you saw your voices of dentistry, and I think you're you're becoming pretty well known in the industry. What's on the uh, the the bucket list here in the next couple of months, as far as where you guys going to be at?
1: Uh, we'll be at Smiles at Sea coming up. We'll be at a a couple front office rocks events. I mean, we're we're here and there. I don't know the complete schedule, but I know in March we'll also be at Delivering Wow. Uh, just just a couple events here and there to to meet more people.
0: You guys are smart about doing that too, because you're going to all the real nice tropical places at beautiful. Hey towns. hey,
1: I'm not. I, <laughs> hey hey, don't. I'm not claiming anything. Here.
0: <laughs> no, that's that is uh, really cool, guys. Go check out CallForce again. It's getcallforce.com. I'm going to have a link in the description below, and you guys can check out and just see if it's a if it's a good fit for you all as, as well. And I know that you can actually um, correct me here, uh, Corey, if I'm wrong, but like schedule a demo and and what's that include for people who are like you know wanting to maybe test it out or or see if it's a good fit or what's the the demo all about?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly where we're going to walk you through what we'll do for your office specifically. And with CallForce, we are no contracts at all. So we believe that if we're not providing value, people shouldn't have to stick around. So people can use us for 15 days and some clients have used us for 11 years.
0: Wow. Awesome. Well, Corey, thank you so much, man, for being on the podcast. And I know it's, I'm sure it's not the the last time we'll be hearing from you. And uh, again, everybody, we're going to have uh, links and stuff in the description. Below, so you guys can go check that out and uh, Corey, thanks again for joining us, man. All right, so as we are getting into the year, we're starting to finally hit those spring months coming up. Uh, you want to make sure that you're staying on top of this in your practice and, and ensuring that you don't have patients you know leaving from the back end of the practice as you're bringing new patients in. So uh, if call force is something that you think may potentially be able to help your practice, you can get in touch with them. Uh, there's a link below in the description, but it's www.getcallforce.com, and uh, you can ask for Corey and let them know that the Nothing But the Tooth Dentistry Podcast sent you over there, and uh, they'll work out uh, some sweet stuff for you. But uh, again, it's getcallforce.com. You know, give them a holler, check them out, and uh, great company doing some wonderful things out there. And uh, you know, if you think that they could help your practice, be sure to reach out to them. Otherwise, that's going to wrap up another episode of the podcast. And uh, thank you, Mr. Corey Pinneger, for hopping on the show. We really appreciate that and and providing the insight that he did. And of course, remember, if you're looking for a way to grow your dental practice, you can reach out to Crimson Media Group at crimsonmediagroup.com, where we are helping dentists build freedom in their practices through proven online marketing. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, If you can, um, we would love if you subscribed and left us a review. Share us with your friends if if you think we're helping you out, providing some, some value to our listeners. Otherwise, we will see you here again next week on the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast.